Today on the show, I'm speaking with Jamie McCall. She's telling us her really inspiring story from going uh, to being a decorated naval officer to hitting rock bottom and being an alcoholic and to what she's doing now where she's helping other people around the world and inspiring people with her story. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. And today my very special guest is Jamie McCall. How are you, Jamie? I am fantastic, Natalie. Good to be with you. It's an absolute pleasure to have you here. Um, you have a very inspiring story to share with everyone, which obviously makes you the perfect guest for The Inspiration Show. Um, and it really illustrates how you can hit rock bottom but then still go on to create a, an amazing life and to help other people. Um, so why don't we start at the beginning of your story and how it all began? Sure. Well, uh, I'm a former U.S. Naval officer, um, the first female in my family in a long lineage of Naval service, which I was really proud about. I had to fight for that position. Um, I had a distinguished career, travel, money, prestige, and then another family trait kicked in, which is alcoholism. And I had a two-year spiral down. Um, I had some near-death experiences, um, living in emergency rooms, went to rehab, lived in Walter Reed Army Hospital psych ward for a month because I was suicidal. And basically, I lost my career and ne nearly my life to the sickness. Right. Um, so what happened was, uh, you know, when when you're for, kind of for, in a position where you're forced to start over, well, what do you do then? You know, mm -hmm. I really didn't see any future for myself. That's That was my plan. You know, you have a plan and you stick to the plan. Yeah. So um, I had to restructure myself and rebuild myself from the inside out. And then I said, okay, well, now that I have a different perspective, because that's what facing death will give you, is a lot of courage and a, and a, and a bigger, a grander perspective. I'm going to go to Hollywood. <laughs> Who wouldn't, right? Yeah. But I've been a performing artist, you know, since I was a little girl all my life, and it's what I love to do. And part of what helped me get sober was getting back into dance and performing and fitness and that kind of thing, and um, stage production. So I went to Hollywood, and um, I've been making the trek and, and, and making moves, and and it's been good. Am I am I where I want to be? No, but I have made some big strides, and I think that you don't really you don't have to make it big to make a big impact. Mm -hmm. That's what I've learned. Yeah. And I I just want to share with everyone. Well, let me backtrack. At about two years sober, I received what I call a download from God, with the title of my book, which is Living the High Life Without Drinking the Champagne. And I realized that this should be my ministry or my message, if you will to give back and to share with other people since I was given a second chance, since I gave myself a second chance and I got a lot of help, that I need to share this message and I need to help release the stigma and, and help people find that courage wherever they are. And hopefully it's not rock bottom. That's another reason I wrote the story is because it is very raw and very gory at points. I mean, it, you know, it's not sugar-coated at all. But it's the point to share with people that it doesn't matter how how shameful it got or how dirty or how ugly or what age you are. You can always pick yourself up and start over and, and steer the course, you know, yeah. adjust the course, adjust the ship's sails. Yeah. So that's the, that's the message. And um, I just want to share it with people and hopefully inspire some courage and, and the courage to ask for help if you are at a point where you're, you're seeing signs. Because yeah. it is out there, the help is out there. Yeah. Okay. So, well, let's let's get delve into the story a little bit. So, 
Um, so what were the signs that, you know, just in case someone else is going through something similar, like what were the signs along the way that uh, in hindsight you kind of realized that you missed? Well, for me, you know, if things start spinning out of control, you know, they say when your life becomes unmanageable. And it doesn't have to be alcoholism. I want to stress that as well. The story can help people with any kind of issue. For me, I've also come to realize that it's really all stems down to the same core sickness. And whether it manifests as alcoholism or addiction or just depression or gambling or, you know, any of those things, it's, it all stems from the same place. And that's this place of feeling lost and not, not really loving yourself. And... Um, so, you know, if depression kicks in or you start feeling like things are becoming unmanageable, for me, it was really severe in that it was a physiological addiction. So I was also very physically sick, which I'm actually very grateful for because if it hadn't gotten that bad and I was, uh, you know, I was physically dying, then I wouldn't have made the change. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm hoping that this helps people to readjust the course um, when they do see these signs and not get to that point where change is forced upon you. Yeah, right. So I know you, you mentioned that, uh, you know, you had a couple of near-death experiences. Um, you had a, a stint in the psych ward. So yeah. what was the turning point for you? Like what, what was the thought that's going through your mind when you decide, you know what, I, I need to, you know, sort some stuff, something out, otherwise I'm going to die here. <laughs> yeah, it, it got pretty crazy and that's the insanity of it all. That's mm -hmm. why they call it insanity because it really is, you know, me nearly dying and, um, and everything spinning out of control was not enough for me, uh, even though it was just, it was so painful and I was so sick. What did it for me is losing my career because that's all I saw for myself. Mm -hmm. And so when you lose that and that's your identity, then who, who am I? What do I do now? Yeah. You know, so I had to basically build a new identity. And, and, and I used, you know, I, the integration of mind, body, spirit, going back to basics, you know, um, physical fitness and getting back into dance and the gym and, and then spiritual fitness. Uh, for me, it was in the beginning, it was going back to church. That really helped. And then mm -hmm. I've evolved since then from that. And then um, seeking help, you know, support from family, loved ones. If you don't have a good family or close by loved ones, there's groups. Um, I personally use this 12-step program to start out, and that, that helped me stabilize. But there's other other groups, community groups and things. Um, and then getting outside of yourself. And that's part of what this book is about is um, to share the messages, to get outside of myself and to help others. And that really, you know, self-pity in itself is a sickness. Yeah. So if you can get outside of yourself and really reach out and try to help others, it, it's a, it works miracles. Yeah, exactly. Because that's the thing. We can really feel sorry for ourselves and, you know, and blame extrinsic uh, situations or events around us. But really, I think it's when you step up and take responsibility um, for the part that you played in how things have turned out that actually that you really start to make a difference, don't you think? Oh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, I just wanted to let people know everybody's kind of um, looking outside themselves, especially in our culture here in the, in the States, looking outside themselves to celebrities to kind of live vicariously through celebrities. And that's another, that's another part of my message is that you can be your own celebrity. Yeah. What is celebrity after all but a celebration of your life? So you can do that being a great mom. You can do that within your own community. With the Internet, you can do it globally if you have a message. You know, there's so many options to people, available to people today. And like I said, you don't have to make it big in a yeah. traditional way to make a big impact. And that's what I also want to stress with people. Be your own celebrity. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think, too, the other thing that, that uh, really helps as well is that when you, when you can, when you get your whole, you know, your own house in order, 
Um, when you look at ways that you can serve other people, um, like if you have an experience on a story, and like you said, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be an alcoholic or going down that road to get something out of your book. It's really any situation that you're in. It could be a toxic relationship. It could be, you know, a career or a job that's just really getting you down. Or you could be just in, in one of these uh, situations where you're really feeling depressed and down. Um, and you know you've got to reach out for help. You've got and like there there are so many people out there that have gone through the same thing. And for you being able to share this story, um, I think is really remarkable. So what do you think is uh, one of the biggest takeaways that people will get when they read your book? Well, um, courage, hope. Um, like I said, no matter how bad it gets, or how hopeless it seems, or how ashamed or guilty you feel about anything, shake off the shame. Yeah. You know, that doesn't do anybody any good. It doesn't do you any good. It doesn't do the people that love you any good. And that took me a really long time to forgive myself. You know, I went through the whole amends process with other people. But it's still a process to work on really forgiving myself. And, and you know, whatever we've gone through is punishment enough. You don't have to keep on harping on yourself. It doesn't, like I said, it doesn't do anybody any good. So I'm hoping that it just gives people the courage to, like I said, ask for help when they feel like they're kind of in a stuck situation. Everything is a choice, everything. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, it may not seem like it at the time, but you know, in hindsight, looking back, I can look at any horrible situation, no matter how bad, and I can recognize, this is a choice, I got myself here. Mm. And you can get yourself out. Yeah. And you may need help, and that's okay. All of us do at one point or another, yeah. you know? Absolutely. You know, and I think too, like, you know, I mean, shit happens, it does. Um, but what the how you choose to respond to it and how you choose to you know let it affect you know that moment or for the rest of your life um, that is up to you you know because we all have you know things that happen in our life um, but you can either just see it as the moment go through it and then move on or um, you let it affect you for the rest of your life which is which is pretty sad so yeah yeah and I, I just wanted to say that you know I think People get to the point where they're comfortable where they're at, no matter how painful it is, because they know it. Yeah. Because it's what they know. Mm -hmm. And and the fear is about is so much more about change. Because when you go through it, something like this, you really have to change everything you ever knew, and that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> that's not fun. It's frightening. But I'm here to tell you as a testament that it just can get so much better on the other side if you just give yourself a chance. Yeah. Awesome. So, so what are you doing now? What, what, what's, uh, what's new in your life, Jamie? Well, I'm, I'm still acting. I'm up mm -hmm. in Portlandia now. Yes. Portland, <laughs> I'm loving it. This is where I was born, and um, I took a reprieve from, from the L.A. life, and I love it, so I'm still doing the acting thing. I'm also working on my next book, which, uh, which is um, fiction. It's a paranormal romance called Quantum Lover and Angelic Affair, no. so I'm really excited <laughs> about that one. And then just spreading my message, doing this kind of work. Awesome. Excellent. Okay, so if people want to find out more about you or your book or anything like that, where can we send them? Uh, JamieMcCall.com, J-A-M-I-E-M-C-C-A-L-L, -L. Okay. and I'm sure you'll have a link there. Absolutely. Um, but they can find my book there. There's also a contact button there if you need a virtual sponsor, if you need some coaching on how to get into the entertainment industry or how to start over or anything, um, I'm available. Wonderful. Awesome. Uh, so, guys, if you click on the banner to the side, you'll go straight through to our Jamie site from there. So, Jamie, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing your story. Thank you, Natalie. <laughs> now, guys, I encourage you to share this video. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons above. 
Uh, if you haven't downloaded the app yet, make sure that you do that because you don't have to be in front of your computer now. You can watch the shows on the go. And if you haven't done so already, make sure that you put your email in the box above there because I'd love to send you the Manifesting with the Masters video e-course. includes masters like John Asaraf, Joe Vitale and Bob Proctor. It's valued at $87 and I'd like to send it to you for free. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously and love without limits. We'll see you soon.